The Get This Podcast is brought to you by ProPhotoGo.com, professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS to get 10% off your professional photo session. So whether you need new headshots or you have a big event coming up, an engagement, a wedding, you name it, or let's say you just want new photos so you can look snazzy on social media, ProPhotoGo is professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS and get 10% off. Go to ProPhotoGo.com. The Get This Podcast is also brought to you by the best WordPress hosting available, WP Engine. People who know me know I build enterprise-level WordPress websites that are seen by millions of people a year, and I host all of my websites with WP Engine. They're a company based in Austin, Texas. They have outstanding support, and I personally couldn't recommend them more. If you go to getthispodcast.com, Look for the WP Engine link and get 20% off your first year of exceptional, fast, secure WordPress hosting at WP Engine. Again, go to getthispodcast.com and look for the WP Engine link for 20% off. everybody this is kevin kautzman and the get this podcast it's a podcast about things people love and i am joined today this evening this fine evening I guess it's afternoon where you are sean still by uh by my good friend uh traveling man rambling man uh jack of all trades <laughs> sean phillips and sean Master of none ah <laughs> uh, you know i never said that I didn't no, say I'm that. No, I'm saying that. Uh, okay. I'm saying that. All right, all right. I set it up. I set them up. You knock them down. Yeah. Uh, and I'm in New York City, in beautiful Washington Heights, where it's gotten to the point now that it's after seven o'clock and it's still sun. There's still some sunlight. Oh, so I'm very good for you guys. Oh, you know it's good coming. And right. uh, the date is Monday, March 25th. And Sean, you're. Is it two or three time zones away? You're on the west. You're way out west. I'm in mountain time. It's uh, just after five o'clock here. Mountain time. So that would put you three hours. It's just at or two. Two. You're, correct. Two, right, right, right. You're east. Yeah. Right. Not quite so, Atlantic. Got it. Got it. So you're not, you're not in the uh, Pacific time zone. You're in the mountain time zone. Yes. And where exactly are you? I am in the beautiful and highly eccentric town of Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Okay, that sounds like a game that children play when they're just <laughs> learning to kiss each or, other or something. <laughs> something you know what I mean? They want to torture right, one right. another. Originally, this place was called Hot Springs. And hot. so that tells Hot Springs, because there's a lot of hot springs here. But to me, that tells a much more uh, soap opera type of story that they had to change it to truth or consequences. Like something, some major drama happened here in the hot tub or in the hot spring. And, and now it came down to truth or consequences. <laughs> oh, That's what's going on. In my head. Anyway. Wow. There has to be some, <laughs> so you're, it, is it, did you say it's, is it Nevada or Arizona? 
New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. Oh, the other one. Yeah. Truth yeah. or consequences. <laughs> I get, you know, those three states, it all, it, you know, it all kind of blurs. Right. Uh, how much turquoise is on sale down there? A lot you know, of, I yeah. have seen a lot of turquoise lots of other gemstones but not a lot of turquoise well isn't that isn't that area sort of famous for that blue gemstone oh, yeah and yeah. the 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 paint the artwork down here definitely uh it's a, a turquoise and uh like a sunburst orange Ooh. use a lot down here Ooh. yeah well so the theme of this podcast again is things people love and i ask guests to come on and talk for about an hour uh, about a variety of things, not just the the one thing they share, but it's always fun uh, for me and hopefully for listeners to to find out something about the personality of the person uh, I'm speaking with. I don't really think of it as an interview. It's more a, con- a conversation. As per what are they sharing? And you shared this, <laughs> this chap, this fellow, uh, who's very talented. His name oh. is Joseph Winarski. And uh, you can find him on YouTube. I'll put it in the show notes. And here, here the man is. I'll describe it for the theater of the mind. Uh, he's he looks he looks like he'd fit right in in Nashville or in Austin. He's got a a, a big old you know graying beard behind him. I think he has some sort of a some, some sort of a fantasy poster, and then uh, a, a stack of amps and orange amp and uh, Black Sabbath paranoid in in vinyl framed. And he's sitting with a banjo. Yeah. And then can you can you proceed to tell us what does he do with that banjo? He proceeds to play and just like wail Black Sabbath's fairies wear boots. <laughs> and it's 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 epic. And I, I love that he gets like I don't know, there's this sort of like Americana sound going on and this like deeply rooted sound, but with this this bluesy, you know, seventies song, dark heavy seventies song. It just I don't know. It, it goes right to my bones. <laughs> it, it went right to my bones, too. I just no. watched it. It's seven minutes of this guy rocking, and he's, he, you know, he's doing on the banjo percussive things as well during yep. whatever bridges. I don't. It's just, it's a lot of fun. So uh, I'm going to encourage you to check out this, this guy. I'm sure if you look up Fairies Wear Boots Banjo, you'll find it. But again, it'll be in the show notes. How did you get turned on to this guy, Sean? I was uh, doing the YouTube thing, you know, going down that wormhole. You look at one thing, and next thing you know, you're seven degrees away from what you originally started with. And and um, I was just looking up, uh, you know, videos at some point of, of, of bands, and I came across this guy, and I'm like, oh, what's this? And I all of a sudden, I just started watching all of his stuff because he's got all these different uh, covers that he does. He does um, Fever Ray's, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but they end up using it in the Vikings uh, show for the opening credits. Oh right, yeah. Uh, my yeah, friend he does a, Monica really enjoys that tune. Yeah, he does a cover of that, and he does a lot of these kind of uh, uh, desert rock sort of old seventies uh, Black Sabbathy sort of songs, and and does them on the banjo. And he's got this amazing voice. And it's just him and a microphone in, in his you know apartment. And it's oh, love it, love it. That's what I don't know how old he is. He may be younger or older than I am, but that's what I want to be when I grow up. You know, <laughs> you want to be a banjo playing <laughs> hard rocker. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, when I put this out, I'm going to see if this guy is on the Twitters and whatnot. And if he is, I'll make sure to shout him out. But in any case, uh, you got to check him out on the YouTubes. It's got quite a few views. It's got 20,000 views. And he's got his own, you know, a pretty decent number of subscribers. So a lot of respect. Yeah. I'm going to like it right now because it was really fun. You know, I just had an idea as you were talking. Obviously, we're in this moment now enjoying this conversation. But I oh, wonder. Segway I, away. I wonder. Yeah, right. That's the idea. The the international Segway <laughs> podcast. I feel like it's international, even though we're in America. Because could it? I mean, could it really get more d- distant and strange? <laughs> you know, I, I here I am in New York, and again you're in this little town. Truth or consequences? And I want to get into <laughs> like your journey <laughs> because the last time we talked you were on the now retired righteous yammer podcast and we were talking yes. about this the initial still in minneapolis yes right and and you and i have known each other for a very very long time we're from the same oh. home state we're from from the state the great state same hometown North, same hometown same town. yeah the great yeah. the great uh state of north dakota and um well, we'll get into it. I'm trying to I'm trying to pick apart what I what I want to talk about in what order. And um, what I wonder if there's a podcast or if there's any sort of media where the concept is to do that dark YouTube rabbit hole. And oh, that'd be great. Wouldn't that be interesting? Kind of a uh, like a media deconstruction, but all you do is just follow the YouTube and you know uh see how quickly you're into some really fringe shit <laughs> so so would yeah. this be like live you would do it live like you just go down that rabbit hole live would, or, I, or I, you know document I, it and then re recreate it or i, I don't know it later i don't know and i don't know why my mind is going this direction other than you and i you're a creative guy and you, you kind of yeah, yeah. sparked a you know like a little muse yeah. spark here for me but you know i i think it would probably um, breakdown because of the I mean I wonder if fair use if you could get away with it if you could just show the screen because it could be interesting as like a video podcast like well what's this now I don't know I could really see see it going off the rails and I think it would have to involve multiple hosts kind of almost a mystery science theater type thing but right. a little more uh, ad hoc that could be very interesting right. although I, I think at every turn at every point though you would end up like on some white supremacist Alex Jones <laughs> shit <laughs> like Hey, here's a here's a fellow with a banjo, and we're reading Mein Kampf. That <laughs> 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 seems to be it seems to be YouTube, doesn't it? It's like or you're yeah uh, yeah or you're converting or, to uh, radical Islam. <laughs> you're like, Allah, it's a, it's the tinfoil hat channel, you know. Or something. <laughs> well, right? that's all YouTube is. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. I'm increasingly baffled by <laughs> social media and these different algos because you you make oh. one bad click you you're doing some research and you forget to do an incognito window and you're right. you look at you're flagged for life yeah you look at one <laughs> video I yeah I remember when I was doing my research for this play where one of the characters is a legit white supremacist on the border you remember this yeah. play yes I, yes yeah yeah uh, you know and I was like oh let's see you know it's uh, let's see what David Duke has to say and so you know I want to understand this <laughs> for months I was having to scrub my YouTube account it's it's like a virus I, you know I started following things as like an antidote to that I started following the UN I started following. <laughs> <laughs> Different corporations, their diversity initiatives. I'm like, get this out of my. Oh, um, and you're susceptible because you're a white dude, right? Yeah, yeah, that's me. 
Yeah. You know, it's like certain diseases, you know, some <laughs> uh, nationalities and, and backgrounds are more susceptible to it than others. And, well, no doubt. Yeah, right. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, and it's like, Google, can you can you have some responsible stewardship of information? I mean, what do I know? Well, so so. This is this is really very. They a sponsor? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I mean, they're sort of a de facto. What don't they sponsor? So okay, yeah, not talk, New York. No, right. Talk to yeah. me. Talk to me about <laughs> what? Okay, so you <laughs> again? How? So you were just you were just poking around on YouTube? Yeah, like you do. Right, like you do. Looking up nine eleven conspiracies. Hint: Building Seven. Look up Building Seven, and. Suddenly, what this this banjo guy pops up? Did did somebody yeah. recommend him to you, or you just found him? Just found it. Just found it. I think I might have started with God. I don't even know. Like I'm sure the one or two steps away from that would have been uh, okay. I wanted to check out uh, Akaya's song or something uh-huh. like that. Okay, similar genre ish sort of thing. And the next thing you know, I'm I'm over here. I might have even been watching like a Led Zeppelin, you know, thing or something. Yeah. Or maybe it might have been one of those. Uh, I can't remember the channel, but it's these two dudes, um, and they do reaction videos to uh, metal music. I've and seen this. These two, those two black dudes, they, they, and I love it. I love that they they react to it and they listen to it and they have this like really you know good critique of things and appreciation for music, and they're hilarious. So they're a fun guy, duo to watch. Right, and I think that, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen the one where this woman, I think she's Scottish. Some sort of she's from Britain. Somewhere. Oh, the the vocal coach. Yeah, the vocal coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tool. Right. Yeah. Yes. And she's she's. It's interesting because there. It's a chance to look at it for the first time, and she because she's hearing this music for the first time, and she's like, "Whoa, what the what the hell is this?" I'm like, "Lady, buckle right. up." <laughs> you know, take a seat. Yeah. No, it was great. Yeah, super I, I like cool. listening to her like like the professional approach to it. And I've never heard this before and, and hearing what he's doing and, and talking about what he's not doing and why that's good and not good. And, and it was like, yeah. Yeah. They make it great. Great <laughs> vocalists like that. Make it seem impeccable and practice or, or like it's not practice. Like it's effortless. coming effortless. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So truth or consequences, T or C is a city T or C. In the county seat of Sierra County, New Mexico, United States, in 2012, the population was 6,411, so it's 6,413 because you're there. (laughs) (laughs) It has has frequently been noted on lists of unusual place names. So how did he end up there? What's going on? So um, when we left Minneapolis, we went to Colorado, uh, went up to the mountains. That was a... A uh, month-long journey, stopping, visiting friends and family along the way, and uh, we had a gig set up there to uh, do some work and be able to boondock for free. Right? And, maybe uh, we can zoom, just zoom out for people who've not met you or, or heard about oh, this yes. before. What What are you doing uh, so that you're traveling around the United States, uh, living this uh, footloose and fancy free life? That's a really broad and vague question. <laughs> oh, I, I, I have to go back to I have to go back to interviewer okay. school. <clears throat> okay. All right. All right. Um, so I decided that my apartment life, uh, my partner and I, we both decided this that uh, it was no longer acceptable, and thought about like what is it we really wanted to do? What do we really want to do in life? That sort of question. And I was like, want to travel? Okay. How do we do that? So started looking at different options how to do that and. 
and end up buying a camper for $500, spent a year and a half remodeling the thing and making it fit to live in. And uh, once that was all done, I put in my notice uh, with work and uh, we went on the road. Um, you bought the camper. I didn't realize you bought the camper van for $500. 500 bucks, yeah. Wow. You and pay it, cash? It needed some cash, yeah. Wow. Boom, done, drove home with it. Yeah. Does she have so a name? I, have you named her? We talked yeah, about this, didn't we? It was the name of the episode. That's right. That, you have to excuse me. It's been a while. It was a... Yeah. Yeah. Remind the me. Defiant. The, di- the, the Defiant. Yes. 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 The, the good ship yes. Defiant. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And what a fine vessel she is. It is. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, yeah, we did that. Uh, went to Colorado. Did a little bit of work for, you know, trade for a bit. I, I stayed with the company, took a demotion. So I was traveling to different uh, towns doing work off and on. And then uh, we decided that... Uh, um, no offense to a fine Colorado people out there, but Colorado sucked. So <clears throat> we decided to find a way to get out of there. You are, and I, not to impugn Colorado, I don't know that I share your sentiment. I've never heard that before about Colorado. Let's talk about that for a minute. So what's the deal? What was your experience? The, the, um, the pacing, while it was slower down, slowed down which i was looking for it was in an awkward slowed um if anyone's familiar with barbershop hours i would say the hours of businesses there were actually worse than barbershop hours um half the time um one of the big things that really hit me was here's a state fully legalized marijuana right making huge surplus and i remember reading this that like yeah they're they're the state's budget you know they got plenty of money to do this and the roads were were awful really awful yes bad i mean when we're even talking like not only city highways or city roads um county highways the interstate just just horrible absolutely horrible wow that's interesting yeah so it's like where's that money going i don't know you know so. Isn't that strange? You the amount of money that we pay in taxes in a lot of cases, and it just it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to actually reach any public services. I mean, that's a common gripe, but I feel like it's mm-hmm. going to get more and more common as time goes on. It's strange. Well, that's oh, interesting. Think- so, you how long were you in Colorado? So let's see, November, December, January, almost four months. Oh wow, you really hunkered down there. Was that the yeah. initial plan? So you le- you leave Minneapolis. <clears throat> what what month yep. did you leave Minneapolis? We left Minneapolis uh, beginning of October. October of what year? Uh, what year is it now? Uh, <laughs> 2019. Oh, so you left last 20- October. Last October. Wow, so you've been living in the Defiant since October of 2018. Yep. So how many months is that now? Six? Something like that? Yeah, November, about December. that now, yeah. Wow. December, January, February... Yeah, going on six months. And so you you bought this RV, and it's an yep. it's an older model. I mean, it's not a, you know it's you bought it for five hundred dollars, older yep. RV. It attaches to uh what what vehicle do you have? Uh, I've got a ninety eight Forerunner that we're towing it with. Okay, so you're towing not it. Long. <laughs> got it. Now, but you, you've been towing it with a truck, right? Yeah. All right. An SUV, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so how and you you said you spent a year and a half fixing it up. Yep. Man, 
<laughs> what was that like when you finally took it out? And you must have you must have slept in it while you were working on it, like near the end. You didn't just take no. it on the no. You slept on it for the first time on the road. Yeah, yeah. You got your you got your banjo, <laughs> your heavy metal records. I really, I hope by the end of this episode, we've really painted a picture of who Sean Phillips is. Oh, we'll get a taste. We'll get a taste. <laughs> just a little bit of a tapas, sort of a yeah, a light sushi lunch of Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a, a light t- sampling of the buffet. That's right. That's right. That's so Lake fun. Right, right, right. Mix your own uh, <laughs> Bloody Mary. Oh, man, yeah. I could go for a Bloody Mary now. I had a, I, had, I took a nap, and I very rarely do that. I needed it. And then I, it's strange. You wake up, and you're like, should I eat breakfast? <laughs> like, I took a really serious nap. My body kind of goes, oh, what's going on here? Is it really time for a steak? Uh all right, so you where was the so where was the first place you parked the Defiant in October uh, um, that we actually stayed in? Uh, we first um, what we did after we left was uh, we went to Terry's my partner's sister's place for a couple of days, do a little bit more fixing up. We had our floor installed there, so we that was our first time there. So it was maybe a couple of days after after we left, and this was still in Minnesota. And then basically from there, we went to another place, went to three places in Minnesota, and we stayed two of the three times in the camper. Gotcha. So you're parking outside of relatives' places and using their facilities and all this and that and relying on their hospitality. When was the... Go ahead, Sean. Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. uh, So when was the first time that you really took it out into the wild and where did you where did you stay are you staying at these different campsites and things i commented off off the mic that uh that we were i was really impressed your your uh, wi-fi is really strong yeah yeah it's really impressive here and we'll get to that because there's six months of history that i'm going to try to shorten down into a minute (laughs) yeah yeah no listen it's we got we got another 40 minutes let's let's bring it on bring it on all right all right, so October, after stopping at friends and family, um, Minnesota, we crossed into North Dakota, and uh, we stayed in Mandan for a couple days, visited you know, my sister, a couple friends, and then from there, we dipped down into South Dakota and um, ran into a little bit of vehicle trouble, so we got s- stuck in this little, little, like, tumbleweed, literally, place called Bison, South Dakota. Bison, South Dakota. Bison. Bison, ah, South Dakota. Wow. Yeah. 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 So we were there for, I'd say, almost a week just due to the hours and the part that we needed and everything. Like the nearest place was Sioux Falls or something, I think, that they could get a part. Whoa. Yeah, it was it was a trip. And did you stay in the, the camper? Yeah. yeah oh, we yeah. stayed in the camper. I guess that's the whole point, right? Right. Um, we had an electric hookup, but no water, so we kind of had to um, deal with water in different ways. Um, and then Whoa. From there was, yeah. I'm looking at so, Bison, South Dakota on the map yeah. right now. If you want to have a little I'm, fun, I'm friends. you're able to find it. I, I, you know, these are, the Dakotas are both very square states. I see. It's a little bit west of Standing Rock. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. And this is, I mean, it looks like a, almost like a 
I don't mean to insult anyone, but like a glorified kind of truck stop, right? I mean, it, this is a post office and a school and not what, even truck not stop. Even, yeah. No, no, this was basically small little, maybe, you know, two to three digit population town. Half the roads are dirt roads. They got their little grocery store. They got a cafe um, and a like uh, implements. Yeah, some place. It, it's like and a, that's it. It's like a crossroads for farmers. Yes, in the area that'd be more accurate. Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm looking at it right now. I love the names of these places. We've got the Buzz Stop on uh, Highway 20. Yep. Four point seven stars. Three reviews. It's a good place. Yeah. We ate there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We ate there. It was good. Got the Bison Grain Company. Perkins. I gotta say something about the Buzz Stop. Yeah, let's talk about the Buzz, buzz Stop in you, Bison, so, North or South Dakota. So it was this tiny little kind of con- sparse convenience store, but it was uh, um, where you could get food as well, and you could order a beer. I see. I see liquor. And, and yeah, you could you could have a beer at, at the counter while you're you know having your. Um, I don't even remember what we what we got there, but yeah, it was just this. Weird little mix. You can stop in there for a cup of coffee in the morning, sort of thing, and just yeah, like a cross. It was definitely a crossroads for for farmers and yeah. And I whatnot. see. I see some grain elevators here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You betcha. All right, that's another fun little uh, stop on the way. So you got stuck here. Yeah. Oh, I think I see your a- camper on Google. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's somebody else's. Right, so it might have been ours. Might have been. Yours. It was like being in the twilight zone. It looks quite large. I don't think it's yours, the camper that I'm seeing here on Google. Oh, but, okay, um, no. But uh, yeah, it was like being in the twilight zone. So, what did they make of you? Um, they were friendly, but after a couple, you know, a few days, they seemed to be like ready for us to move on. <laughs> Where were you? Yeah. <laughs> you just described my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you um where where did you uh park it city park city park wow yeah they had a uh, little uh rv spots for in the city park which was kind of in the center of town i could just hear the whispers going around <laughs> town the strangers mm. from the big city yeah yeah no. wow <laughs> this is something else bison high school there they are three three stars <laughs> You there? Yeah, I'm here. Are we, are we cutting out a little bit? Froze. We jinxed it because we were talking about how good the uh, the Wi-Fi is. Everyone's streaming the results of the uh, the uh, Mueller report. <laughs> that big nothing burger. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's we live in a an age of absolute hypersaturated propaganda. All right, so you're telling us the story of this this journey. So you're you're in Bison, South Dakota. The Bison, locals are getting the yeah. locals are getting restless, and it's time to move on. Where do you where do you go from there? Um, <clears throat> one place in all my journeys that I had never gotten to go was Devil's Tower. Devil's Tower. Tell Devil's people. Tower. Tell people about Devil's Tower. Devil's Tower is. I. I had bumps. Um, I don't know how many of your listening audience, and maybe someday you'll do a poll of uh, demographics or not, but um, those who uh, can pick up on you know, the woo-woo, as it were, or energy, or, or whatever you want to call it, um, I think would definitely resonate with a place like this. You could definitely feel an old spirituality of the place. 
Yeah, so for people who don't know, what is Devil's Tower? Where is it? What's the background? So Devil's Tower is just inside Wyoming from South Dakota. Uh, it's a little bit west. And it's it's basically a uh, volcanic formation. And it's this kind of column that sticks up out of, out of the terrain uh, significantly. And it kind of looks like a, a chimney or a, a giant stump. And it has these claw, looks like claw marks uh, that run all the way down. And there's a, um, a, a Native American tradition um, that tells a story about that, about uh, these children that uh, had climbed up this um, mountain to, uh, trying to save themselves from a bear. And the bear had uh, raked at uh, trying to get at them, and that's where the marks came from. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some to that effect. I can't remember the details of the story. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely awe-inspiring. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. If anyone ever gets a chance to go to it, I would recommend definitely stopping there and just having a, a moment. Right. This is, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and there's a picture from 1900 of Devil's mm-hmm. Tower. And I did not know this. It was the first U.S. national monument established yes. on the 24th of September, 1906, by Teddy Roosevelt. Fascinating. Bless that man. Yeah, something. He was, uh, yeah, he was a big deal, wasn't he? He he really loved our wilderness, and I think he really tried to, at least in his time, tried to protect that. I think he's quite famous for that. Uh, even if you go to yeah. the, oh, what's the name of the museum, the Natural History Museum here, he's quite revered in the monuments and all the rest there. He's the plaques and different things. Apparently, they're saying in recent years, about 1% of the monument's 400,000 annual visitors climbed Devil Tower. Sean, did you climb Devil Tower? Devil's Tower? I did I did not. No. I did not have my climbing gear with me, so. Aha, aha. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't pack no, it in the, in the, uh, the ship? The no, ship no, defined. I didn't. There's, there's weight, weight considerations. But what's interesting is with you actually had to register at the, the, the office there before you could even go climbing on it. And there are only certain times that you could, and, mm, and they mm-hmm. had some definite uh, limitations to that. So, oh, this is, yeah, this is so interesting. I'm looking at like old climbing ladder on Devil's Tower. Wow. <laughs> this goes way back. Yeah. Fascinating. Here's a, here's a sign that says, this tower is held sacred by many American Indians and highly regarded by other peoples. Respect yes. this place by staying on trails. And they had a tra- you know various trails that you stayed on. And one thing that was really interesting that I saw, and I, I took note of this, was you know beyond the trails, on on various trees were uh, bits of cloth, um, kind of strips of it that were tied. And uh, there was also a sign saying like, "Don't disturb that stuff. Those are um, part of uh, some of the Native Americans' uh, um, spiritual, like uh, their prayers and whatnot." And it was really interesting to see a monument like this that's still part of their, their custom, that's still being frequent and still, you know, a part of that. And I, I really appreciated that. Fascinating. There's so much of that stuff out west and really, I mean, across the country. If you, if you go looking for it, you're going to bump into it. It's not, uh, not some distant memory. It's uh, pretty present in the, yes. in the now. 
just have to yeah. shift your consciousness a few degrees and get off Google, <laughs> get off, right. get off YouTube and maybe hit the road and see where you land. Cool. So yeah. you're in. Create your own algorithm. <laughs> so it's like be your own algorithm. Right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. I think that's a show. I think we got a show title. Oh, there we are. Yes. Be your own algorithm. You your like that? Algorithm. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Yes. Dude. I knew we'd land on something, something good. All right, so you're. I think I might name my YouTube channel with that. Yeah, be your own yeah. algorithm. Be your own algorithm. Come on, I you, love it. Yeah, you got you got friends. Ask your friends for recommendations in in person. <laughs> make make <laughs> eye contact. Use your phone for what it's originally designed for as a phone. <laughs> throwing at the throwing at the bear that's chasing <laughs> you off the trail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a cliche, uh, right? But you don't have to run faster than the bear, right? As long as you have friends. As long as you have friends. <laughs> Just run faster than them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're, oh, I see. So this, I, you know, I, I'm sure I've been to Devil's Tower. It's on the opposite side of the state from Yellowstone, isn't it? Yes. That's so interesting. Cool. So you're, you know, in Minnesota, you're in North Dakota, you're in South Dakota, then you make your way west to Devil's Tower from Bison, South Dakota. Bison. Yes, and now, where where next? I, and, and in my mind, I've got the, that map from uh, Indiana Jones. Bah, da, da, bah. Oh yeah, <laughs> just, oh yeah, totally. Just a lot more plotting. <laughs> just the, the name of God. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like fewer beats per minute. You know, I don't know if John Williams is scoring it. <laughs> um, so where where do you go from here? So at that point, we needed to get somewhere to stay for the night, and uh, we stopped at Gillette. And we did our first uh, uh, Walmart uh, park experience, which is becoming, uh, it's starting to fade out. More and more Walmarts are not allowing overnight uh, um, RVers to, to park there anymore. But this one was uh, very generous. And um, wait, so that's, got to experience a, that. that's a thing where it, what Walmart, really Walmart says, yeah. hey, yeah, park your RV overnight if you if you need. Yeah, huh. and you know, just all we ask is, hey, come in and buy something. <laughs> sure, I mean, just yeah, as a, just as a courtesy, right? Right, yeah. I mean, please, yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't go to Starbucks and not buy something. You got to buy something. Yeah, huh? Yeah. So okay. we did that, and that was that was an interesting experience. Uh, so we're we're completely. This is the first time we're staying other than the city park that in in Bison, where we're like, here we are on our own in this sixteen by eight you know, box and in a parking lot and just getting used to the different sounds because it's not the same sounds that you would have from your, you know, apartment building. There's a different rhythm going on. And, mm, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and like, right, is this safe? Is this not? You know, you kind of, but it's, it's a thing enough. And so you take precautions to make sure that you, your camper doesn't get stolen while you're in it or anything like that. And Your camper doesn't get stolen when you're in it? Does that, has that happened to people? Um, people get their campers stolen, yeah. And I don't know if that happens with people in it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be. You know, yeah. you think worst case scenarios here. So, <laughs> Right. I mean, suddenly you're in white slavery. You're in yeah, somewhere yeah. in Portugal. You've been sold off or they've taken your kidneys. I mean, I guess it could happen, right? How hard would it be if you don't take precautions? Right. Do you have right. a, um, do you have a, uh, a gun? I do. Oh, um, great! I, what kind it of was, gun? Uh, it's just a, a folding uh, rifle. 
It's uh, the kind that you don't need to get a, um, a permit to carry or anything like that. So it's some that we just kind of keep in here just in case. We've never actually fired it or anything yet, but um, it's here. Yeah. I mean, I think if I was to go down this road, I think I'd probably want a handgun. I don't know all the different state <laughs> laws and everything. I'd, I'd want it to be above board, but I think if right, I was right. yeah, kind of living and that lifestyle, yeah, I'd, I'd want to have really, one. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, and we took it on the insistence of, of the uh, the person that gave it to us, and we were just kind of eh, like they wanted to feel better. So I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll take it, and it was a very generous gift of them to do. So we have it. Um, I think at some point it would actually be enjoyable to, you know, practice with it. You know, there's kind of that I haven't shot in uh, probably like 30 years. So that'd be. You know, I've, I've only been out shooting one, once or twice and only little 22s. I wasn't raised in a gun household. But when I did go shooting, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Sure. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. But at some point, I think we'll do something like that. Yeah. Oh boy, I you know you're again you're on the road archery yeah. stuff like that man. Oh, that'd be, I love that. Oh, yeah. dude, have you ever have you ever done it? No, I haven't. Well, you know who's into archery? Our our mutual friend Dwayne Williams, friend of the podcast. He is. You, no way. You didn't know this? No, dude. He I has didn't. he has multiple uh, bows. He's sh- he's taken me shooting archery. Oh wow! Yeah, in in Minnesota when you're when you're back <laughs> in Minneapolis, tell him you know say hey uh, Dwayne, I want to I want to go. Uh, Shoot some arrows. And that dude he'll... keeps getting interesting every time. Every time. Interestinger and interestinger. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. the podcast where you guys were just talking about the you know live shows was just like, man, He's... all the different concerts. Uh, like, yeah, I love that guy. It was just his birthday. Oh. We should wish him a happy birthday. He, uh, yes. he, uh, yeah, he took me shooting arrows for the first time. I loved it. I loved it. I don't know why I'm not doing. I mean, I kind of do know why I'm in New York, and so it's not quite as easy. There are places, though. Yeah, everything's yeah. an excuse, right? It's uh, right. it's so everything <laughs> you would think, right? It's meditative. I had one great round where, not to blow my own horn, but I, you know, I don't know how many yards away we were, twenty, thirty yards, and I hit the I hit the bullseye with all five arrows, and you feel like, nice. well, how did I do that? Uh, yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, and you know, it was after a day of shooting, so you know, it wasn't my first sure. try, you know, but uh. Super fun, and yeah, the uh, development of skill, and 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 uh, there's a physicality to it, and and like you said, meditative. Yeah, yeah, wow. breathing and becoming mm-hmm. one with the target, and you you don't have anything else in your mind. You have to be really present. There's no, yeah. you're not checking your phone when you're out shooting arrows, <laughs> right? You're not worried about whether she's going to call back. Do you? Do you, do you have a bug out bag? No. I I guess you're kind of living in your bug out bag. Kind of, yeah. You know, and I always thought about that. You know, I remember this uh, one gal. Uh, we're we're still really good friends, but uh, on our first date, we're at uh, the CC Club. If you remember the CC Club, sure. Yeah, and first date off of OKCute, but hadn't actually met. And we're sitting there. We end up like together for like four or five years. But we're sitting there, and all we're talking about is, all right, what if the zombie apocalypse happened right now? What <laughs> right. would you do? So romantic. And it was, and yeah, and I was like, yeah, she's cool. But yeah, I've thought about bug out bag type of stuff. But the the gal what, that I, what if you're in a situation where you don't have it or you don't have access? Right. I mean, to well, you want to? I think it's about a mentality. I think it's about a mindset. Th- yes. Right. Yes. And right. So a and and a readiness. 
And I think by putting together the bug out bag, which my this gal that I'm seeing, I think at some point we're going to do it as a as a fun project. Uh, we're each going to make one and turn it into kind of like a camping thing. We'll go camping, okay. you know, yeah, with yeah. this stuff. Uh, yeah. But I just think I think looking at and thinking about your basic needs uh, would be uh, yeah, a really fun thing to do. And also, I think just oh. yeah, in this world, I think, I think about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, all right. The time. I mean, yeah. I mean, when I would be commuting in Minneapolis, I'd be watching the medians and looking where all the like major growth was. Like, would I be able to like sleep there and they, not anyone <laughs> find me? Oh, I thought about that. Like going yeah. from uh, going from like Hopkins to Minneapolis, I'd see these medians and I'd be like, yeah, Get that'd hide, scare hide. me. From- yeah, I could zombies. hide there for a night. And can, <laughs> can I climb over that sound wall? Would that be doable? You know, I, I've I, thought about that stuff. I don't know if I don't know if future generations will ever quite understand what it's like <laughs> to be a millennial. In as much, see, this is what's lost when we say the word millennial. It's almost a dirty word. And you're maybe a little. I think you're a few years older than than I am. But yeah. I, right I'm on, a Gen Xer. Right, you're a you're a really really. Man late Gen Xer and I'm a really, yes. really early millennial. And yeah, that sounds about right. we grew up with a lot of apocalyptic paranoia in movies. Oh and Oh, I, I had that in the classroom. I remember like being in third grade and taught how to duck under my desk when the when the fallout sirens would go off. Oh yeah. Right. I, I remember learning how to do that. So you're right. So it sounds corny maybe to somebody like, ah, these look at these knuckleheads from North Dakota talking about sleeping in a median. But it's like, what <laughs> you think about the video games and the movies and the school. Oh, and oh, the, I, I, got, I got a quick comment about the video yeah, games. Yeah. All right. So, you know, you play some of those post-apocalyptic games and you're, you're going through like some wreck, wreckage, right? And, and you're, if you're playing like a first person type of thing and there's some places where you just can't get – like, oh, I can't, it looks like my character should be able to get through there, but it, the game won't let me, right? Right. I right. know now why, why that is. Having gone through a junkyard looking for, you know, possible parts that we could have used uh-huh. for the camp uh-huh. and cl- trying to climb around through this thing. It's like I'm seeing RVs stacked on top of RVs. And, oh, man. And it's, yeah. And, and there's places like I get it now. This is hard to navigate. <laughs> this is so this is hard. Yeah, that's uh, dangerous. Yeah, I, I hope you had your tetanus shot. Oh, I w- the tetanus wasn't so much of an issue as the wasps. The wasps in in um, uh, junkyards. Yeah, this is what I found out. Wasps are attracted to the smell of propane, and so <laughs> yeah, they are. Wow, and they will build nests in these RVs. So huh. that's what the scary part is like, oh, I'm going to look in this RV to see if there's maybe a, a, a fan or something like that. And there's hort, wasp nests. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what am I walking into? That was the horror of trying to get this fan off of a ceiling with, with a wasp nest not two feet away from me in the sweltering heat. <laughs> where, was, was, where was that? This was in uh, Faribault, Minnesota. Wow. It was this giant, huge junkyard. You got to the place and you left your vehicle at the front and they drove you down a good like quarter half mile into this place. Yeah, this is where the RVs are, you know, and call when you're ready for us to come pick you up. So they were down there like, all right, I've got a screwdriver and a hammer and ah, crap, I left my wire in the truck, you know. 
<laughs> Unreal. And it was it was like a mini survival thing. Yeah. 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 That Unbelievable. Was, that was a trip. And, and but but you got it. You got it out. Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, oh man, <laughs> you're living your best life, man. Oh, uh, uh, great adventures. People are out in L.A. They're worried about their TV pilots and their all the rest of it. They're worried about their Instagram followers. You're oh oh, I got another thing. I got another thing. All, <laughs> all right, right, all right, all right. It's great. It's great. Talking about Instagram, worrying about that. I just read this article in the Guardian talking about, and it's California too. It was in Southern California, and I can't remember the name of the town. It's where uh, one of the super blooms happened. The super blooms. Yeah, like a certain time of year when uh, they'll have uh, the flowers bloom. And it'll be just super bloom because it'll be just over all the hills in the area. Huh. It'll be just acres and acres of, like, uh, you know, lilies or poppies or whatever. Oh, that sounds nice. And and this town was complaining about the huge international influx of people coming there so that they can get their pictures taken in this field. Oh. And and they they were showing these pictures of, like, like crowds of people with their their selfie sticks and 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 cameras and and just like crowds of them and it was got to the point where the city actually had to uh, close the area off. They were shutting the off ramps. Like yeah, stop. Like season's over. I'm looking at an article right now in the Wall Street Journal. Selfie seeking tourists are crushing California's super bloom. Hordes of yes. visitors overwhelm vast fields of flowers. Locals call it. A poppyocalypse. <laughs> yeah, po- yeah. A Wow. Well, yeah. tourists suck. I mean, and you, and, you know, and, you, and, then, yeah. and then there's the, the, uh, all right, it's international, right? And I'm like, what kind of disposable income do you have where you're going to fly over from, you know, another country just so you can get a selfie in this field of flowers? Too much. Too much damned income. Well, you know, one of the I mean, first. Are, are you getting that many, like, monetized hits off your Instagram? To, to make it worth it. Uh, just, yeah, no, it's terrible. The nar- the narcissism of our generation will not be uh, repaid. I don't even know in it, of in its it. generation. It's just about time. Uh, yeah, right, right, of right. Of our time. Yeah, of our time, of our era. Yeah. And also like of our, uh, well, it's also the tech, the tech has done it, man. They, they did it intentionally. They, right, they, yeah, they, right. They designed it. Uh, it's to, your Soma. That's right, it's your Soma. Get your dopamine hit. Get 100 likes. Pout, <laughs> pout those lips, ladies. Um. Yeah, it I is. I can't what, believe that's still a thing. Oh, it's still a thing. It's 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 uh, blah, blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> this this whole podcast is supposed to be. <laughs> my, my Linda Blair was coming out there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> in the future. I think we're going to have the way that we read, you know, grimoires and uh, you know, books on demonology and all the rest. They're going to look back and we're going to have new new names for demons from the turn of the, the millennia, uh, the millennium. And it's going to be MAGA will be a demon. Uh, Hillary will oh. be another demon. <laughs> like, <laughs> Neil Gaiman's already written about that. American right. Gods. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's totally talks about that. In- right, yeah. right. It'll be there. There used to be a demon that existed. It was called Instagram, <laughs> and you can you can you can summon it, and uh, it's the it's the god of vanity and uh, wasted time. What what is the what is Twitter the god of? <laughs> Verbosity. Yeah, something. Sharts. <laughs> Twitter Twitter is the Sharts. god of indigestion. 
and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> existential angst, just onomatopoeia diarrhea. <laughs> right, right. Oh God. Well, you know, th- this podcast really is meant to be a positive antidote to the junk that's out there. But that's uh, why we're laughing about. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. If you can't laugh about it, I mean, I'll go. I'll go right back on Twitter after I'm done here. I, what can I say? I'll be Instagramming this. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know. Well, I mean, I, you know, where am I gonna? That that does beg the question. People can find you, right? Are you are you doing anything to, to kind of archive this uh, wonderful, strange voyage that you're on? I am actually. All right, where can people find that, Sean Phillips? We are definitely on. Uh, mainly, I've been using Instagram for this. Okay. Um, eventually, we're going to be creating a YouTube channel. I'll talk right. about that in a moment. Yep. Um, but it's D- Defiant DIY Dreamers with a um, underscore in between. Defiant underscore DIY underscore dreamers. I will put it in the show notes. It's defiant underscore DIY underscore dreamers. And that's where you can find and follow Sean to learn about his lifestyle here. And, uh, hey, we were talking about bug out bags and, and, and <laughs> yes. weaponry. for. We weren't talking about weaponry, but I wanted to ask about weaponry for the apocalypse. What's your what's your weapon of choice for the zombie apocalypse, Sean? Or, let's, A map. Best answer ever. You a were, map. You didn't miss a beat either. Have you you've no. thought you've thought about that? I, I told you? you I've been thinking about this. Holy shit, that was hilarious. <laughs> a map. Because every just about everything else you're gonna find along the way. If you know where to look, you're gonna find it along the way. You're gonna find oh, this will work frag as frag grenades on the way. <laughs> that's because that's what I'm You thinking. never know. You never yeah, know. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm near. Mm-hmm. I'm near area. You know, fifty-one. You know, I mean, Ooh. who knows? That might be that first target. Are you going to so. visit? <laughs> I think I'll try to get as close as I can. It'd be like it'd be like rolling yeah. up into Bison, South Dakota, only on steroids. Right. Yeah, yeah. Except there'll be no fence, and all of a sudden, uh, a white truck shows up and uh, right uh, with AKs and right. It's right, in right. Nevada, so I'm a little ways away, but I'm I'm cl- closer actually to the. Um, where they've been testing the, where they tested the nuclear bomb, White Ooh, Sands. White Sands. I'm closer to that. Yeah, that's Ooh. just east of me. Interesting. They're saying it's permanently closed. Oh, and it's got, <laughs> it has uh, 3.8 stars on on uh, Google. It does. It does. <laughs> when did we? When did we? When did we turn everything into like a five star rating? Like it doesn't make sense. It was better than it was. It was better than Godfather Three, but not as good as Godfather Two. Area Fifty One. Right, right. <laughs> like, That's actually that. Yeah, I would love to know that. Like, when did this five star thing start coming up? Is that I mean? Is that Travelocity? Was that Yelp? Yeah. Or is it even it, before that? Right. Right. It's a strange thing. Uh yeah. Area Fifty One. Man, this is fascinating. Oh, read that thing. Just the history of it. I am. I mean, that someone accidentally. And you could find it on Google Maps, the airport. Ooh. I forget the name of the airport. KXTA. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That accidentally got put on there. It wasn't supposed to. And, and so now it's there. So now they have to, they've made a point that any new uh, pilots uh, learning are like to be ins- explicitly instructed that is not a place that you can land. Wow. It says <laughs> Homey Airport closed. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Looks pretty open to me. Looks like a big, uh, long runway well, there. Here's 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 an interesting thing. I came across this. Um, there, it was a little comic, and they're talking about 
this guy, he was sad. He's like, but, you know, the whole aliens thing in Area 51, it's not true. And they're like, why do you say that? And like, well, if it were true, do you think Trump would have kept his mouth shut? Did, but, um, I, I don't get it. Did Trump, did, did Trump talk about it? No, he didn't. That's the point. Oh, the guy was upset gotcha. that it doesn't aliens and everything that right. Area Fifty One doesn't exist because right. if if they did, it would have been all over. I gotcha. All over Twitter. Wow, man, this is fascinating. Homie Airport yeah. closed. This is definitely more than an airport. This is an installation. <laughs> I'm looking at. Uh, wow, this is spooky. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, the official history, uh, freedom of information stuff, and everything basically says that they've done all their experimental aircraft there. That's not, I believe that. That much, yes. Yeah, for sure. That would be an ideal place because of the weather and the uh, remoteness of it. There was a silver mine there that they closed down just so that they could have that area. Wow, I wonder what that meeting was like between Google and the the State Department (laughs) or whoever or the CIA. Oh, my God. I'm sure there were like four or five people in that meeting who never said a word. (laughs) They just show up and the poor poor Google... Yeah, you know, maybe that's why Google is, you know, they're in cahoots and and sharing and stuffs like, well, you just exposed this, so now, uh, you know, to, right. to pay for that crime, we want some tech. Well, I'm sure it's all interwoven at that level. I'm fairly certain right. that they were funded by the government at some point. Got, uh, your, got your tinfoil hat on. That's right. I got my tinfoil hat that. on. That's right. <laughs> I sure sure as hell do, buddy. Every day, my weapon. Right. Thanks for asking. Is yes. uh, <laughs> back, back to that. I know uh, I'm interviewing yes. you, yes. dude. Yes, uh, but yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. But this is this is a uh, maybe uh, like a basic bitch move for the uh, for the for the end of the world. But dude, a crossbow, 100 percent a crossbow. Oh, oh that, yeah, that's yeah, the weapon of choice because you can yeah. you know you have you have ten bolts right, very lightweight. Yeah. You can hunt, and when you kill the, assuming you're a decent shot, and also you can fashion bolts from other things or acquire them. It, that's the weapon because it, it yeah, it's also quiet yeah right because yeah no, I think, it's a good choice i think your biggest enemy when you're hiding in the median hunting the zombie deer for the <laughs> for what good flesh remains on the haunches yeah is other people uh yeah. you, you you know you don't want to be if hurt not yourself right if not yourself anyway yeah it's hard probably hard to Commit suicide with a crossbow. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ugh, it, it, gruesome. Deliverance. Deliverance. Yeah. Yeah. It happened in deliverance. Ugh, gruesome. Gruesome. Well, this is still the podcast about the things people love. <laughs> and we're really getting into the this sort of Freudian psych, you know, psychodrama here. Somehow we're on we're on nine eleven. So so in the in the tale of taking you to truth or consequences. New Mexico. Oh, yes. You meanwhile. We, we meanwhile. We were just and now I've got Oregon Trail <laughs> passing through my mind. Except, except it's like Thankfully no one's gotten cholera here. So right, right, right. You have died of Walmart. <laughs> died of Walmart, right. Right. <laughs> the, yeah, right. The manager at Oh, that that would be such a funny um clone. Would be to clone uh or the Oregon Trail, but make it be the good ship defiant. <laughs> we could, oh, that'd be funny. That would be that'd so be funny. funny. We're never going to yeah. do it, but it's running through my mind. <laughs> what are some of the other the other things that could happen to you? You know, hornets. Hornets have hornets. injured you. <laughs> you right, right. lose a week. <laughs> um, gas leak. Gas leak. Gas leak would be there. Yeah. What um, else? Um, Surly locals. I w- 
Highway robbery. Highway robbery. Has that happened? No, not oh, to us. Not to you. Not to no. you. But it could. It could. Right. Yeah. We are in a world of possibilities. Angry locals in South Dakota have fed <laughs> you bad eggs. Lose four days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, too funny, dude. All right. So where were yeah, we last? Yeah. So you you were uh, in in the story. You were in Gillette, Wyoming. Okay. All right. At Walmart. At Walmart. And then and then at Walmart. And what what time of year is it? What was that? Was that the Walmart? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Had to make sure in my head I was thinking right. Gotcha. Yeah. At what time of year? Uh... Oh, let's see. We probably maybe mid October at this point. Oh wow! So you're all mid, right. Mid and you're, late October. And you're maneuvering your way to Colorado. Yep. All right. So what happens after Gillette? So after Gillette, we stopped. I'm trying to remember the name of the place. Wow, it's blanking. It's still in Wyoming. We were in Wyoming for a couple days. Um, one night in Gillette, next at uh, the stop. <clears throat> and uh, I think it was near Douglas. I ended up uh, getting to meet my long-lost sister. I had an older sister who lived nearby, and so we got to meet for the first time. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, so that was really cool. And uh, we were there for a couple days doing uh, a little bit more work. I installed uh, uh, a radio or a transmission cooler and just... You know, took the time. We were at a, at a um, RV campground, so we had some facilities. So that was nice. Um, and then from there, we uh, head into our last stop was Cheyenne. We stayed at a truck stop that allows RVs to park there. So imagine, here's a picture for you: this, you know, SUV with a, you know, a 19-foot uh, camper amongst semis. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. So it was like the little ship amongst the barges. Right, right, right. Yeah. The good ship defiant uh, and her yeah. yeah, her elders or her uh yeah. But it was pretty neat. You know, everyone was just kind of kept to themselves. You just always had to hear the diesel engines running. Right, right, uh, right. Oh no, it was all right. And then from there we uh head into Colorado. Have you ever I got to stop yeah. you cuz you yeah, say yeah. Cheyenne. Yeah, have yeah. you ever have you ever read uh Leaving Cheyenne by McMurtry? Have you ever read any no. McMurtry? No, he, he's a, he wrote uh, Lonesome Dove, right? Oh, okay. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, if you're if you're looking for something to read, just just gotta stop you. Read Leaving Cheyenne, Leaving Cheyenne, and and Lonesome Dove. But Leaving oh, Cheyenne is maybe less of a commitment than Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove is, Dove is a, a big big book, but oh boy, so good, uh, just wonderful. Yeah, I really think you would like Leaving Cheyenne. All right, all right. Made a note of it. Cool. All right, so you're so you're you're no. moving on from Cheyenne. You're leaving Cheyenne, and where where to? Cheyenne. Yeah, we're going into Colorado and trying to determine okay where we're going to stop, and we start getting notice that there's a winter storm coming. Ooh, and ah, so instead of doing this like okay, we're going to be down in the uh, the uh, metro stretch that goes from Fort Collins all the way down to Colorado Springs with Denver in the middle, and then making a set. Like having dedicating it just a day for climbing the mountain, we end up doing the entire trip from Cheyenne down to Colorado Springs and then up into the mountain. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What yeah, so, what mountain? Uh, the the Rocky Mountains. Oh, the Rocky Mountains! Holy yeah! Shit. Wow! Yeah. Okay. Right so, up into the Rockies. So where do you from, where do you land? We land uh, on this plot of land just outside of a, a town called Fairplay. 
And uh, some people might know Fair Play as the basis of the cartoon South Park. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> yes, it originally okay. was called South Park City. Ah. And that is the town that uh, the uh, two guys modeled the show after. The uh, multicolored townhomes, they're there. Um, one of the characters, Mr. Garrison's based off of a local. Too funny. Wow. And are they, do they, do, are they proud of this? Do they note it? Uh, some people are. Um, there's a part of the old town where they got, uh, there's a little sign with Mr. Hanky on there. And, and there's another shop that's got uh, the South Park kids with the holes open so you can stick your head through and get a picture taken with it. <laughs> so, yeah, some people, some people, you know, like are proud of it and some aren't. All right. So where do you, so you mentioned you stayed in Colorado for like three or four months, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this was uh, about, just about the end of October by the time we got up there. Gotcha. And you, did you plant there? Is that where you stuck? That's, that's where we were for, uh, from, yeah, end of October till uh, second to last week of February. Tell me the name of the city again. Fair Play. Fair Play. Fair Play. Yep. This is a town where you're, you're guaranteed to get Fair Play here in Fair Play, uh, Colorado. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you sound like you're not that big of a fan. No, no, it was, it was a little... It was interesting for a, a hot minute, and that was about it. For a hot minute. And you were there, what, through the holidays? You spent Christmas there and everything? Yep. Yep, we did. Wow. Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's. And you're, you know, it's just basic questions, right? You're staying warm. You're in an RV park. You're doing, are you doing no. work there? And it, once, once we were in uh, Fair Play, we were actually straight up boondocking or no, no RV park. We're on a plot of land wow. where there was no electricity. There was a... Um, water tank that we had to go and get the water from um we ran a generator for when we need electricity yeah straight up no services at all and how did you prepare for that was that the first time you'd done that <clears throat> first time we fully did that um a lot of it was um in uh, the remodel of the camper itself it was we insulated it more than uh they actually insulate campers um they under-insulate stuff and sell them that way. So we uh, paid special attention to insulation, um, planned for, okay, if we're not going to be able to have power, how are we going to do it? What kind of lifestyle, adjusting our lifestyle to that? So we had lights from basically 5 or 6 p.m. till about 9 or 10 is what we would do. And then uh, we had uh, solar lights if we were on... Uh, up, be up later reading or if we need to see around so we'd have them out charging during the day how did you get access <clears> to this land uh that's where we were doing a, a work trade gotcha yeah. gotcha the property owner was building stuff uh, was eventually going to build a house but uh that got delayed and that was part of why we end up leaving it's like well this is delaying too long um, so we're ready to move on to something else. How did you get turned on to that owner? Did, is, it, is it like there a board where you can find work like that? Um, there is a board for that. This in particular was uh, through a friend um, who was uh, the contract, ended up being the contractor for the project. Um, but there is a board. Uh, there's a number of boards out there for that. They call it work camping where you can go right. and yeah, they provide yeah. a place to park and utilities in exchange for you know, work like that's what we're doing here in TOC. Uh, we're at a hot springs, 
uh, spa, and Terry's doing 24 hours a week working there in exchange for the space that we have where we get water, electricity, uh, sewer. Amazing. And so so you're, you're living at a spa. You're living at a hot spring. Basically, yeah. Oh, are oh you good? yeah. One of the bonuses is uh, we can use the, the hot spring ah. whenever we want. Ah. Yeah. Ah. What's the name of the hot spring? I'm so, uh, dude, I'm jealous. Riverbend. Riverbend River Hot Spring. Yep. Truth or it's, Consequences. Uh, and when you look it up, it's most commonly referred to as the, the best place in town. It, it is. There's a tons of repeat customers. There are people that come back here every year. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a nice place. It's a very just kind of chill, relaxing. They have uh, public pools as well as private ones that uh, you can rent out. Uh, and, uh, there's RV spots that they rent out and little hotel rooms that you can get as well. Yeah, this, this little town, Truth or <clears throat> Consequences, is a little bigger than uh, Fair Play, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say it's a little bit bigger. Um, it's a much artsier town. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they, every month they have uh, basically an art crawl. Which is pretty neat for a small town like this. It's right um, on the the Rio yeah. the Rio Grande. Yep, the Rio Grande is maybe a thirty second walk from where I'm at right now. I'm looking up the Riverbend Hot Hot Springs right now. That's so much fun, yeah. man. Very cool. The uh, so tell me as we wind down here, tell me a little bit about what's what's in your camper. I mean, you know, you've got oh yeah, yes. talk to me about this. Um, all right. Uh, the basic amenities that we do have. Um, one thing that, uh, I did was completely rewire the electrical, uh, to, so that there's different outlets and some runs on 12 volts, some runs on 110, basically battery or house electricity. Um, so there's different lights with three way switches so I can turn on a, a bed light from where I'm, uh, at the bedside or at the door. Um, I also have a flat screen TV that uh, is uh, built in such a way so that it's out of the way when you walk through and then comes out. And I got my Xbox 360 hooked up to it so that I can connect. Uh, if I connect to Wi-Fi with it, I can get Netflix or I can play games if I'm you know, feeling like I need to be inside or watch movies, etc. Um, in that cabinet, I've also got my record player. So when you've been posting... Uh, uh, pictures of it, the vinyl you've been picking up, I got all excited. Like, yes, yes, vinyl. Yeah, so yeah, I got, I, animals. Yeah, yeah. I got Dark Side and the Moon in the Wall. I've always wanted to get animals. Oh, man, animals them. is good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It, was a, it was like the first one oh. I bought. I have, I have oh, Dark Side. Such, and, oh, dude, yeah. animals. Animals. Don't sleep oh, on animals. So underrated. Yeah. So underrated. Yeah, so good. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, various outlets that uh, can handle stuff like um, – I'll be able to handle uh, an amp in here when I get uh, back to recording music again. Um, we can uh, have hot we- hot water heater, um, provides hot water on demand. Um, and that's installed in such a way so that ventilation goes out so we don't have to deal with any uh, propane fumes. Uh, we have a shower and tub. Believe it or not, we actually have a, a you, tub in a in You have a, a tub? A tub, yeah. Huh. I mean, it's a smaller tub, but it's it's still uh, you know enough of a uh, space where you can you know be able to sit in there and have a soak if you want. Right. And most campers don't have tubs, so I wouldn't think so. Find- I would not yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shower tub in there. We got a fridge that's uh, I'd say it's uh, if you've ever stayed in hotels, it's on the uh, would have in hotels. 
sounds like maybe we lost Sean again here. No worries. We're winding down anyway. I'm looking at truth yeah. or hang on, Sean, you cut out real quick, buddy. We're, oh, we're winding down anyway. You, the last thing I heard yeah. was hotels. Yes. So the fridge, it's, it's probably about twice the size of uh, like a dorm fridge. Man, I love it. Will you yeah. will you send me? Can you send me in the next uh, you know uh, few minutes? Uh, can you just send me a few snaps, like a few pictures? Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Uh, you want me to do that from here, or if you don't mind, I mean, just put them yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, you know, just just text them to me, man, because I, I want to yeah, put them I'll in text the show notes. Yeah. Man, I love yeah, it. And sure. dude, it's so good to connect with you. And uh, I think this has been a great episode. I love I love talking about oh, this stuff. Where we, are you? We could keep talking. Do, oh no, I know, man. I know. <laughs> right, we absolutely right? can. Um, do you want? I think you should be a recurring guest, and I think you should come on. I'd, I'd be glad to. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. I think you should come on in. You know, two or three months. And okay. we'll just check in and sort of talk about this ongoing journey, where it leads you. I did want to ask one, well, two yeah. more, two more quick questions. Okay. One, uh, how are you? Because you're doing this with a partner, you're doing this yes. with a lady friend. Yes. And how how are you holding up on that front? And I don't mean to pry into your relationship. No, no, no. It's yeah. it's a really good question. That's something that people ask all the time. Um, what's it's actually really well. Um, part of this has been us working on our being able to communicate our, our wants and needs and uh, being able to share space, which I think uh, those are both important things amongst you know a number of things with uh, healthy couples. You know, being able to communicate clearly and not take offense, you know, or take it personally with what someone may be sharing, because it's a, a vulnerable thing, right? And uh, healthy relationships, they have to be vulnerable. Otherwise, you don't, you can't connect on a deeper level. So us being in a situation where we have to actively practice that all the time um, helps the, the relationship actually grow stronger. Um, <clears throat> there's also, uh, because the, the world becomes our, our living room, our backyard, either of us could go out. Um, like for example, Saturday I went and, uh, I played magic, the gathering over at, uh, some locals. Oh yeah. You know, you know, I, I stepped out and like, I went and did that for the evening, had my own thing and, you know, and she will go, I'm going to go, go walk uh, along the river and see what, uh, if there's any trails that we can maybe take some. Yeah. I can so, imagine that would be really yeah. important to get out. You got to get yeah. out and you got to get moving. And, uh, it, it, what's the climate there? Uh, right. What's the weather right now? What's it like? It's, it's sunny. It's, I think it was in the seventies today for the high. Nice. Um, occasionally, uh, you get, uh, some wind storms through here, but otherwise it's been, uh, it's been pretty nice, much different than, uh, in Colorado. And that was the other thing with Colorado is cause it was winter and it was always snowing or blowing and just not very nice to go outside. We were both stuck inside. And so that's where situations like that, being able to share space, but not necessarily be doing things, you know, together all the time was important totally yeah. awesome man together for uh how long how long have you been together uh four years and you never had a fight i'm sure oh, no never oh. had a fight never had a fight <laughs> uh, uh so where are you where are you going to next where what how long are you gonna be there and what's next i'm gonna probably be here at least six months all right uh, i want to we want to uh, maybe make a little bit of money, uh, get the truck fixed up, maybe trade it in for something different. And then uh, what we want to do next is go up uh, the western western seaboard, go up through California, 
Um, I'd love to see Northern California. I've never gotten to go there yet. Um, Oregon. I want to see the uh, sand dunes that Frank Herbert was inspired by. Ooh. Yeah. He was inspired by. Yeah. I don't know if you know this story real quick. I did. Um, no, I don't. The, yeah. Yeah. The ins- part of the inspiration to Dune was he was on a writing assignment in Oregon um, about it had to do with uh, ecological stuff. And they're talking about these sand dunes and in, in Oregon. You know, you wouldn't think Oregon has this desert like that. And he was just struck by literally like a mini Sahara going on there. I had never heard of this. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's really interesting. So I want to go see that for myself. And then from there, get up into Washington where I've got, uh, I've got family and uh, friends. So, well, my sister's kind of uh, up in Sacramento in Northern uh, California. And, oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah, and uh, our, our mutual friend Charles Midwinter is up in uh, San Francisco. So uh, don't don't sleep on those folks. Yeah. Look- oh, and, and, and Kellen. Yeah, he's in Vegas, absolutely, right? man. You got to go, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, put some, uh, put some money down on uh, roulette <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm a blackjack guy. You're, I'm a blackjack guy too, man. Maybe we'll yeah. end up in a casino town at the same same time, and we can both uh, play perfect basic blackjack and uh, right. just could happen. just lose a percentage of our money instead of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, the right. only way to win is to stay home. Yes, yes. In, but in your case, it's, it's home is pretty much anywhere, man. So you're it is. you're winning. You are you are so. case in point. Uh, life before death. I believe in life before death, man. And yes. uh very Absolutely inspiring right. story. And uh, you know, you never know if you're gonna get a retirement, you never know if you're gonna get to go see these places, and uh the only the only moment is now. So uh really admire your uh your pluck. Yeah, please be a regular <laughs> guest on uh on this podcast, man. I really I, appreciate I you coming on. Yeah. And I you know, I hope you had a had a good time and um just so much fun it's to always, learn. It's yeah. always a good time with you. I, I like being able to have some intellectual discourse once in a while. So it's, yeah, you know. I always think of you when I think of that. Oh, that's so. nice, man. You're a that's a that's a very kind thing to say. All right, Sean Phillips. This has been another episode of uh, Get This, the podcast about things people love. Adios. Yeah. Later. Yeah.